Oh, gee golly. Oh, gee golly. It is Monday night. It is 9 p.m. on a sort of soggy Toronto. Is this the January thaw, but it's happening in February? I don't know, but it's it's not great out there. I'm not going to lie. I had a wet, soggy kind of day. But you know what? That's fine. That happens. We carry on. My feet will dry out eventually. Now, I get to sit down, drink some beers with my friends. Hang on a second. My Instagram machine might not be going. Is it going? I'm going to stop it. I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. What? What is happening with my Instagram? I want to go live. Instagram. What? 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 What is going on here? This is inexcusable. Bear with me, YouTube. Sorry about this, whoever that is. You're on. Ignore this for a minute. I don't know why. I can't go live. What is happening here? What is happening? Well, yeah, let's go live. That's what I want to do. Checking that looks better. I'm now I'm live. I was just impatient. I'm very sorry for this. I'd say I'm going to edit that out, but I'm probably not. Uh, hey, guys. So, yeah, like I was saying, soggy what kind of day, but happy to be sitting down here with my friends, with you all. All of you I can see. Uh, yeah, going to drink some beers. I'm going to I'm just working on a beer here. I had a day, let me tell you. I can tell you about it in a second, but I need a drink of this. This is this is not what I'm drinking tonight. It's just what I'm drinking tonight. Um, this is Godspeed's Pilsner. So good. Mm. You know what? I'm not even going to finish that. I'm going to stick that in the fridge. Save it for later. Oh, hey, babe. My beloved wife has just joined us. Uh, so what are we doing tonight? What are we doing tonight? Well, oh, I was going to tell you why it was a rough day. I mean, for one... A lot of people think that when it's a bit warmer, like around zero or slightly warmer, that's really good for people who work outside. It's not. It means the snow's melting. It's falling off of trees. Hey, person, I'm not entirely sure who you are. Welcome aboard. Um, gets down the back of your coat if you're not careful. And in the case of me, my good walking winter boots are not good walking winter boots anymore. Merrill makes fantastic products up until the point when they're not. And in this case, they've cracked along the fold line at uh, my toes. And now they leak like sieves. And I had very cold, damp feet by the end of the day. I had liberally smeared them with shugu, but of course that popped free. And so water invaded my feet. And then I ran on the way home, and then I had to go straight to physio, and then I had to bike home. Blah, 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 blah. It was quite an evening. But now I'm here. I've had a really nice dinner. Beautiful fried rice. Kids are in bed, and it is time. That is more than enough preamble. It is time to get into this bad little dude. 
Nothing bad about it. This has a doubled up label. So if you're looking on the Instagram or the YouTube right now, just pretend like that part's not there. This is Aveling Brewery's Follow Year Ontario Lager. Made with almost all Ontario products. I did notice when I looked it up online, I didn't want to look at notes. I just wanted to figure out where everything was coming from. Never established that, but I can make some guesses. Um, but it said 99% Ontario ingredients. I'm guessing that means it would be weird if they weren't using Ontario yeast because it's present. I wonder if that means they have to use like... Um, Firm cap, which is a, a product to prevent boil overs, um, or maybe they're using uh, like a clarifying agent, um, and that that's not Ontario produced, so that represents the one percent. That'd be my guess. It would be weird if it was the yeast. Gosh, I know I say it all the time, but escarpment, so good, so good. So let's drink this. Let's get let's get in here. Now I have had this before, so. I've had a couple because I bought them on Saturday on my way back from doing a, a, a curbside pickup because we're still locked down, kids. Curbside pickups only, please. Look, at this is my old 2008 Cask Days glass. This is from when it was still at Volo. Can you believe? I can. I was there. So let's give this a little bit of a pour. And take a little look at this guy. Look at that. That is a hazy boy. Can you see on the screen? I can. Yeah, nicely uh, yellow, tinting to amber in the middle, hazy as noted, fluffy white head, dense looking white head. Not quite wheat beer, but it's dense. I'll tell you that for free. Uh, oh, yeah. On the nose, peaches. Millions of peaches. They weren't free, but there were millions of them. Uh, no, it's peachy. Peachy and maybe a little citrusy. It smells almost more like a pale ale. They call it Ontario Lager. I believe them. It's probably lagered, but it smells like a pale ale. Mmm, maybe a little malty. A little too rowy. I'm gonna go with too rowy. Maybe Pilsner malt, actually. Hard to say on the nose. Let me uh, stick some in my face. Mmm. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm going to say fuzzy peach slices and tangerine. That's the peach and the citrus. Get another taste of that. Mmm. Tangerine-y or maybe even orangey. It's a little tart, actually. The hops have a little bit of a bite to them, a little, little tartness to them. Really nice. And yeah, crackery. I'm going to say crackery malts. Hmm, interesting. I'm guessing Pilsner malt, but that's just a guess. Also, Ontario. So we're going to go with Barn Owl. It's probably Barn Owl. Could be somebody else. And um, what hops would that be? Peachy? Is it Simcoe? Could be Simcoe. No, because most people here don't grow Simcoe. So it's not Simcoe. Something peachy and Ontario. Not even sure, to be honest with you, but it's delightful. It's interesting. It finishes like just crackery and clean. It, I mean, it's it's got a very kind of lagery finish. It's a pretty quick, clean finish. But man, at the beginning, it drinks like a pale ale. 
if you handed that to me and said, here, try out this pale ale, I'd go, it's a pretty good pale ale. It's pretty tasty. Yeah, orangey. It's not even tangerine. It's more orangey. I'd say orange with a bit of peel, but very juicy and peaches like no doubt peaches. Very cool. Mm-mm-mm. Now, yeah, like I say, I didn't find out where um, they were sourcing their ingredients from. Um, I did look briefly at the label. There was stuff in here. It's right on the front. It's hard to miss. So Ontario malt, Ontario wheat and barley. Does that mean there's unmalted barley in here? That might be what it means. Ontario oats, Ontario hops and water, which in Ontario is always Ontario water. But does anybody own water? Not really. I don't think so. Uh, yeah, super, super cool. What's this in the 99? Oh, oh <laughs> on the label as well, there's a little 99 that's made up of words. And it says, made with 99% Ontario ingredients. So it even says it right there. Uh, <laughs> it's batch 69. <laughs> I just noticed that. That's great. <laughs> Ah, that made my night. Uh, 5.3 alcohol, great. This is a really cool beer. Again, I mean, I'm sure, very strictly speaking, it is a lager. It was probably made with Saccharomyces pasteuranus, or however you say it, S. pasteuranus, as opposed to S. cerevesi. If I got that right? Yeah, I've got that right. Uh, the lager yeast, and probably lagered, which is to say aged in cold tanks for multiple weeks to let some of those characteristics from the yeast from the brewing get consumed and fall out so that you don't taste them. So very clean finishing beer, but very hoppy and uh, malty to, to hit you right off the top. Again, very much like a pale ale. Really tasty beer. I'm glad they didn't call it an Ontario Pale Lager, though. They just call it Ontario Lager. Pale Lager to me is like a light lager, and it gets confusing when you try and use pale ale in the lager position because it's two different things. So big ups to you, Aveling, on that one. Fallow year, Ontario Lager, really, really nice. Doesn't taste like this was a fallow year. Tastes like it was a banner year, a year of abundance. Mmm. Gosh, that's good. That's a really tasty beer. Um, Got to think about food now. If I'm going to drink this beer and I'm going to eat something while I'm drinking it, what do I want to eat while I'm drinking it? Like I said, very peachy, orange juicy, little orange peely. Something Ontario too, I think, because everything in it's Ontario. I don't want to get too crazy here. Um... I don't think I've said this in a while. I know I often go to like Nashville hot chicken. This tastes to me, I would eat this with our tofu nugs that we eat. So I would suggest fried chicken, but like <laughs> Ontario. Um, Southern fried chicken, which is not from Ontario, but you can make it on Ontario and you could use Ontario chickens. So that counts. Uh, we do these tofu nugs though, guys, let me tell you, they're decent. Just, Take a block of tofu and cut it into like, I don't know, nuggets, wafers. I don't know what you would call that. Just cut them into slices so that they're like maybe five mil thick, 
by the shape of a block of tofu. We like to marinate them a little bit, a little bit of uh, a little cider vinegar, a little maggi or maggi or however you say that Indonesian Worcestershire sauce equivalent, but that's vegan. Um, what else we put in there? Some garlic powder. Old day, always old day. Can't go wrong with that. A bit of soy sauce, maybe for a bit of umami. Marinate that up for an hour, two or three, or however long you got. And then you take them out, and I like them breaded myself. Sourdough breadcrumbs, nice. And then we just fry them, and then treat them like they're buffalo. Well, chicken wings, but they're not. They're tofu nuggets. Pretty tasty. Uh, that, with this beer, would be delightful. Uh, probably not going to happen for me this week. A, because I saw the meal plan this week and tofu nugs are not on it. And B, tofu nugs tend to be on my vegan days, which are Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, which also are the days I don't drink. So not a lot of crossover there, unfortunately. But that would go really well. And if you like chicken, this is going to work really well with fried chicken because, again, fried chicken, uh, it's fatty. Um, people say greasy. I wouldn't say greasy. If your fried chicken's greasy, you're maybe not quite doing it right. Um, I mean, it's quite fatty, though. Um, but uh, this is obviously, oh, yep, fridge. Once again, didn't unplug it. It's just the thing. I shouldn't even mention it now when it happens. Everybody's used to it now, I'm sure. At least anybody who listens to this podcast, which it turns out is actually more people than I thought. So that's very nice. And I appreciate that. I was saying uh, fried chicken. Why is this going to work? Well, uh, that citrusy uh, little bit of tartness on the hop going to help cut through that uh, fattiness of the fried chicken. Lovely stuff. Uh, peaches goes really well with chicken. So uh, the peachy character in there, really nice. And then just you're going to need a drink that you can crush because... Fried chicken being a rich sort of fatty food, you're going to want to drink a lot, and you could drink a lot of these. They're 5.3. They're not lightweight, but, man, I could get through a lot of this on a night. And I'm going to. I'm going to drink this whole glass and then finish that Godspeed afterwards. So that's something. So that's what you're going to do with it. But try out those tofu nugs, especially, I mean, if you're an avowed meat eater, hey, I'm not going to tell you to eat your tofu. Like, I get it. Some people don't get down. That's fine. That's fine. You got to figure out how you, how to best get around. But if you're into tofu and if you're interested in maybe not eating as much meat as you currently do, you could do a lot worse than just breading off some tofu chunks and frying them up. And then, oh, and I didn't mention this, but when I said treat it like buffalo chicken, that's to say toss it in hot sauce, ideally Frank's, uh, or I do Frank's and I kick it up a little with a little extra hot sauce. Got a lot of hot sauces in my fridge right now, and I like it. Actually, I should have, uh, huh, I should have done a hot sauce tonight with that. Nah, nah, not going to do it. Next week, maybe. But my friend Jess makes hot sauces. She gave me two, and they are magic. A Carolina mustard-style one, which I have the Indie Ale House Carolina mustard-style sauce right now. And by the way, highly, highly recommend those Indie Ale House sauces. I've said it before. I'll say it again. All three of them fantastic, very different hot sauces, which I really appreciate. Um, but their Carolina mustard sauce is actually, it's not super spicy. It's, it's, I mean, it's a hot sauce, so there's some heat to it, but it's not particularly punchy. It's mostly um, mustard and spices, and it's fantastic. I like it. I've been having it on hot dogs and sausages, obviously vegetarian, a lot recently. Um, Jess's 
I think she said she made with scotch bonnets. So again, mustard sauce, but uh, scotch bonnet taste. And I've discussed this. I love scotch bonnet has a very distinctive taste and uh, you definitely get that. And it is hot. Like I love hot sauces. I can deal with a lot of hot food. This isn't by any means close to the hottest sauce I've had, but it's hot, hot sauce. It's very hot. It's really nice. Um, and then she also gave me a mango habanero, which is also delicious. I love using a tropical fruit with the hot sauce. I've done some great things with pineapple, really nice. This one with just made with mango, really good. Realized, not strictly speaking, um, tropical, but I've made a really good peach Carolina Reaper hot sauce. I actually won a contest. This is a small informal contest, but it won. I'm taking that. Um, so yeah, lots of hot sauces. So do check out those indie ones. Also, I've still got some Hurtberry Farms. Um, the Spice Factory that they used some of the Spice Factory beer from our friends up at Second Wedge, uh, who I'm going to mention in a minute. They're doing a really cool thing. Um, check out Hurtberry Farm, too. The really good hot sauces from them as well. We live in a golden age of hot sauces, guys. <laughs> it's true. It's true. My hot sauce section at my local Loblaws is getting, it looks like the set of uh, Hot Ones interview. Just putting that out there. Mmm. Tasty. Tasty beer, though. There you go. Look forward to that. Next week, hot sauce tasting. Gonna taste at least one of Jess's hot sauces. And if any of you watching, listening, etc. make hot sauces, you can send them my way. I will eat them and talk about them. Do you eat a hot sauce? Yeah, I guess you eat it. I eat it on something. So we'll do that. That'll be good fun. Uh, I'm going to have another sip. Then we're going to talk a little bit, including about Second Wedge and also Storm Stayed. So stick around. You know, if I had advertising, I would have put an ad in there. I mean, I sort of am doing advertising now in a way. It's just way less formal and I'm not getting paid. So I haven't quite figured out this marketing thing, apparently. Uh, what's going down? Hey, I wanted to mention Second Wedge doing something really cool. Second Wedge, obviously not in uh, Toronto. They're in Durham. So they've moved to, I don't know, because our insane government is opaque as a glass of milk. Uh, red zone, orange zone, some zone. They're colored again, whereas we're still gray as in full lockdown. I can't keep up with any of this stuff, if I'm honest with you. Ooh, just got a very interesting email. Probably talk about that, too. Um, but Second Wedge is once again allowed to have patrons in their outdoor uh, uh, area. So you can go get drinks from the tap room and sit outside. You can't sit inside, but you can sit outside. And of course, Uxbridge, snowy spot. So they've 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 made they call them snowfas. They are sofas that have been formed out of snowbanks and shaped into sofas snowfas they recommend wearing snow pants i think that's good advice and they do have some blankets and such they say but feel free to bring your own things to keep you warm but you can just sit out there on a snowfa and drink and drink and drink i mean safely but if you're an uxbridge you can walk a lot of places it's not a big place so uh go up there check them out by the way if you're in toronto don't we are supposed to stay at home and we should. So I'm not going up there to check out the Snofas as much as I would like to. But if you are not in an area that's currently locked down, I would highly recommend checking them out. Fantastic beers and Snofas. Come on, that sounds just like a ton of fun. I want a Snofa. I just like saying Snofa. It feels silly. 
Other news, well, guys, I've actually made some notes, or more specifically, opened up some posts on socials. Uh, by some, I mean one. Uh, hey, Stormstayed Brewing, the pride of London, Ontario, beloved to many, including myself, is once again doing a Toronto beer run. Now, I need to warn you, if you're watching this live right now, and some of you are, cool, make a note. If you're listening to the podcast and it's the day it came out, which is to say Tuesday, February the 23rd, you're doing great. If it's Wednesday, depending on when you're listening, you're starting to cut it a little fine. And if it's Thursday, it's too late. But on Thursday, the 25th of February, Stormstayed Brewing is doing a delivery run to Toronto. So this is local, in air quotes, local delivery, but to the Toronto area from the London brewery uh, Stormstayed. Love Stormstead. Got got the note from my buddy Paul, who works there, saying, hey, heads up, we're doing a Toronto run, so if you want an order in, get it in. I'm going to get it in, Paul, don't worry. Paul also recommended that I wait until Wednesday because there's a beer dropping on Wednesday that he thinks I'm going to want. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to place my order on Wednesday uh, once once that new beer is dropped. Um, but check out their website. Feel free to wait until Wednesday. I wonder if they're teasing it on their Instagram at all. Um, what's coming down the pike? Uh, oh, yeah. Sweater Weather Irish Red Ale is, is out now, um, which, which interestingly is um, Earl Grey Tea Infused Irish Red with subtle notes of bergamot, black tea, and vanilla. Ooh, that sounds good. There will be some of that in my order, I promise you that. Um, but yeah, so check out Stormstayed if you want to support a not-so-close-to-home brewery, unless you're listening to this from London which you might be, in which case, support them all the time because they're fantastic. Um, so that's what's happening with Stormstayed. Happy days there. Um, before I do the email, I will say, speaking of London, a very warm congratulations uh, to uh, Ben Johnson, also a beer podcaster, beer writer, beer fellow about town, celebrating the birth of his second child. I don't think I'm doxing him by saying this. He's been posting it on the socials. So congratulations to the uh, whole Johnson. I don't know how to pronounce your wife's last name. Hooner? Hooner? Not sure. Family, though. Uh, beautiful baby. Uh, safely delivered. So congratulations to you guys. Very, very happy to see that. The world needs babies, man. They're so beautiful. So uh, very, very big congratulations. Lastly, the email that came in that's interesting because I haven't talked about rugby in a little while. It's been a minute. Uh, Six Nations is going on. We just had a, a, a quiet week. There was no, no Six Nations games this past week, just some premiership and some other stuff. But if you follow rugby and you haven't heard this, if you're in my pool, congratulations, you're getting an insider's tip. But France is being, not the country, the national rugby team, although maybe the country too, I don't know, is being ripped apart by a COVID outbreak right now. I'm not laughing in a bad, good, bad way. Like, it's bad. That was an awkward laugh. Um, they've been doing fantastic. And by they, I mean World Rugby, uh, the Six Nations Championship, the whole bit, mitigating COVID problems. 
Um, but word came out like last weekend that, or just after the games that, uh, uh, the coach of France had tested positive. Now there are up to, it sounds like at least seven, uh, including their brilliant scrum half. No, not scrum half. They're number 10, I think. Anton Dupont. Uh, Jelly Bear, I think, still healthy. Um, but they've also now lost um, uh, Olivon, uh, Charles Olivon. Uh, so they're they're losing a lot of players to covid right now not losing them dead just obviously if you have covid you can't play um and they have a massive match against scotland this weekend and uh scotland's going to be out for blood after losing to wales so it was going to be a difficult match for france no matter what and if they're missing dupont and olivon and who knows who else by the weekend you know god help them if they're missing jelly bear um they will, uh, that will not go well for them. So, uh, you know, thoughts to the French team. Although also, guys, how are you spreading COVID around your bubble? You're supposed to be adhering to the strictest COVID protocols possible. Uh, one might think that perhaps you're being a little lax with your COVID protocols. And if that's the case, I can't say I'm sorry if you lose to Scotland. So, and good for Scotland. <laughs> So good for Scotland. Uh, other news, Wales is playing England. Who knows what's going to happen there? But I sure hope Wales wins. Anyway, that's what we got, kids. It's been a bit. 25 minutes. That's good. Uh, don't know what I'm drinking next week, but I will do a hot sauce tasting. So hold me to that. Um, if you got anything in mind you want me to look up, I'm limited because, again, I'm in lockdown. So I can't really go far afield. Oh, hang on a sec. Probably do a Stormstayed beer because I'm getting a Stormstayed order. Might as well. Who doesn't love Stormstayed? The terrorists, that's who. So let's do that. We'll hook up. No, we got to stop saying that. I know better, guys. We will connect next Monday around this time. Drink some Stormstayed. Eat some hot sauce. I will hopefully be riding high after a fantastic weekend of rugby in the Six Nations and hopefully not feeling sad and defeated if Wales lost. And yeah, so we'll talk at you then. Take care of each other. Be safe out there. Again, if you're in an area that's locked down, we're not out of this yet. We've extended it. Gotta be cool, man. Stay home. Order your stuff to your door. Yesterday, two days ago, pardon me. No. That was yesterday. It's just been a very long day. My neighborhood was swarming with people, and I know a lot of them were not local because we don't have that many people here. So please stay home. Please stay home and uh, take care of each other. Be safe. And we will talk at you. Yeah. Next Monday, a little after nine, like always. <laughs>